0: Okay, you need to move your chair that way because you are literally just looking at me. This way, yeah, and we're live. <laughs> Every time, thank you to the three-second delay or twenty-second <laughs> delay. Thank you, Foxcast. We're back, uh, Switchcast live, coming to you once again via YouTube, Facebook, etc. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Doug Tabbitt, still the Cannonball Run record holder. <laughs> Still the founder of Switch Cars and SwitchCast. And each week we'll be back with a new guest co-host, answering your questions, helping you out on your automotive adventures. Tonight, my guest is Dan Doucette. Dan Doucette is a car guy, longtime friend of mine, and he has a... Re- Ridiculous wealth of knowledge, some in his head, a lot in spreadsheets and on hard drives. And he knows so much that there's a (laughs) Facebook group dedicated to him called Dan Doucette Knows More Than You. Courtesy of Bailey. Courtesy of Bailey Walton, our our dearly departed friend. Departed Uh, to Texas, not. Departed to Texas. Yes, departed to (laughs) Texas. I'm sorry. I was was trying to make a, a reference to... Some obscure band to see if anyone got that, but uh, it's it's a it's a, a band that our our band Emily and Ivory who provides the bumper music also covers, and one of the songs is Dearly Departed. It's a great song, anyway. So it's, it's going down a weird rabbit hole, anyway. Uh, Dan, uh, you and I have known each other for About ten, at least a decade. Yeah, I like think 10, 11 years, something yep. like that. Yeah. Yep, you're a I guess you were a car spotter for lack of a better term locally that's uh, you were just everywhere you were at every car event and cars and coffee cleveland like first season yeah 2009 yep back at key 55 um man we we go way back and you know so much about cars so much i try you try what do you drive
1: uh, right now my daily is a uh, 06 BMW 525i with a whopping 229,000 miles on it and I've had that since 2012.
0: Wow. And, and I was joking with you like 8 years ago that you should sell it cuz it's a BMW and it's going <laughs> to fall apart. <laughs> and, boy was our wrong. Dan you said more than me.
1: A 98 Land Cruiser with 253,000 miles on
0: it. Yep. Which has been featured in Vinwiki. Yes, it has. A, a sweet Texas find with no rust that's now Burgundy. being driven in the winter. Burgundy, of course, best color for everything.
1: And a 87 Mercedes-Benz 560
0: SEL
1: with only
0: 90,000 miles on it. Except women. Burgundy is not the best color for women. That <laughs> okay. would be that would be weird. Burgundy is the best color for everything else. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have a green 560
1: SEL, and also my most recent acquisition is a Krypton Green
0: Lotus Exige S. Yes, yes. <laughs> Long time coming. You yeah. also had one of the highest mileage Ferrari 360 sticks that I've yep. seen in a Owned while. It for about
1: three years or so, a little over yep.
0: three, I think. Did you put that over 50k?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was like 49 or 48 or 49 something when I bought it. Okay. So
0: it ended up being in the fifties.
2: Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, get right up to the mic. Fall in love with that thing. <laughs> Pretend like you, you swiped right on it and it Ooh. swiped back. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I, I'm just going to go right there. Dan is, um, Dan is smart. He's funny. He's awesome. Dan is single. So if there are any ladies watching this, <laughs> swipe right on this cat. But uh you are active on uh Blunder and Timble and all of those different apps, right? Yeah, not as much as I used to be. Right. Yeah. Um can we talk about your photo shoot briefly? Briefly. Okay. <laughs> so a friend of mine is a wedding photographer. <laughs> And we used to go, still do, go to trivia quite often. And of course, Dan Dusett was on our team because he knows more than you and us, and and he was just an awesome trivia partner. But he would be swiping to swipe during our. Yeah, well, uh, I, we would be advising you on. Yeah, and like after we finished trivia, everyone'd be like, "Ooh, I want, I want to play it. I want to play it." And they'd yeah. tell me what oh, to swipe. Girls would come over from other tables, and we'd be, we'd be swiping left and right for Dan, he'd go to the bathroom we'd take his phone We, it was great fun anyway we thought he needed more booms so we decided to run a little experiment and we did a photo shoot here at the shop with some Ferraris and Porsches a stuffed tiger and some very provocative outfits one of which was a one piece leopard print it was like a, a was that a bouncer a jumper? It was like a skin know. tight jumper that you ordered from China. Yeah. I <laughs> got to give it to you; you're a good sport. Man, did we have fun? We had the the lighting. Some of those photos in front of the
1: 308 were really good, though. Like I've I've considered using those elsewhere. Me good and, like, enough well, for me to post on Instagram wh- tomorrow? White, white suit and everything? I don't know about that. <laughs> white suit
0: with no underwear. <laughs> It was not explicit. We just had fun. Let's let's just leave it there. Anyway, Dan Dan's a good sport. He has a lot of fun. Um so the question or, or the topic tonight is production numbers. Dan has 187 spreadsheets that's what with I co- him. That's what I copied How right, many yeah. well that's how many brought with you? How many Vins do you think you have? i like total? Yeah. In the millions. In the millions. Gotcha. As many as Vin Wiki?
1: I have no clue what their count is. They have, uh,
0: (laughs) I think they have 260 million unique Vins now, which (laughs) baffling, uh, mind-boggling. Okay, millions of Vins, and a lot of them very detailed, especially when it comes to exotics, Ferraris, cars he's interested in, weird, oddball, manual transmission stuff. So we figured we would help people out tonight in determining how rare their car actually is. Cause a lot of the stuff they glean from the internet is not correct. Thanks to Dan's help. I was actually able to correct, make my first entry into Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia is the best, you know, because anyone anywhere can put in any information they want. So, you know, you're getting the absolute most reliable information, <clears throat> Michael Scott. Um, yeah, so I corrected Wikipedia on the manual transmission Aston Martin DB7 GTs and I felt really good. Oh. But I really I just got my info from Dan. <laughs> so it, um the next correction I made was on a Cannonball page. So those, those are my two or three contributions to the the info web of the world. Um so we had more questions than I think any other podcast in terms of people wanting to know the production numbers on their cars. Some of them are a little just straight up weird, um, but we're gonna we're gonna fire them all at Dan and see if Dan Doucette knows more than you. I know he knows more than me, maybe not about Porsche GT cars, uh, <laughs> but he did helped me build most of my databases for the Porsche GT car. So um, a, a few of my own questions first before mm-hmm. we get into to those questions. Uh, what made you want to compile all this data, right? So a lot of people just want to own cars. I kind of nerd out when I want to buy a car, so mm-hmm. I want to find out you know, what is available or how rare a particular option set that I'm searching mm-hmm. after is. But once I buy it, I kind of lose interest, and I'm just like, "All right, screwed. I want to drive the car. I don't want to keep data." But you are in a constant pursuit of refining your spreadsheets. Yeah. What in the world started that?
1: What started it? Yeah, it came from airplanes. Okay. Because I've been a well, I've been a car nut since I was tiny, 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 and an airplane nut even longer. And I found it fun to just try and track down, okay, these are all the airplanes they built of this model. Where are they all? What's still existing? And then after you do it for 15 years, you realize it's no longer a challenge. And I like a challenge. (laughs) So like a high volume production for an airplane would be like 20,000, 30,000. That is low end on cars. So it's sort of just a challenge of, okay, let me see if I can figure out or come up with a list of something. Maybe figure out where they are. Maybe figure
0: out stuff like what colors they are. Just challenge. Okay. Alright. <laughs> and how old were you when you started this train spotting for cars? Elementary school. Elementary school. Was yeah. the internet around then? It was, but we didn't have it. Okay, uh, I, so I, how, did, how was, did you do it? Books? Yeah. Go to the library? I was at the library all the time.
1: Mostly wow, for airplanes man. back then, but oh yeah, I, feel I like had that's where I had real a research happens. Stack
0: zone. library cards. Yeah, up. yeah. Kids these days don't know what that is. <laughs> if they didn't have the internet, they wouldn't know how to do actual research. John Ficarra still knows what real research is. <laughs> how many books did you bring with you tonight? Obviously, you've got your your laptop, know, but half a dozen, something like that. Dan just brought books with him tonight. In, reference books in case someone asks the question and I need to pull up a production number I don't have handy. This is the first this is the first episode we've we've had books on. <laughs> What's your background just in cars in general? Both of your parents were into cars, yeah. correct? Yeah.
1: Both my parents were into cars like separately before they married and my dad ended up owning a repair shop, so I was around that all the time growing up. So that really got me into cars. And also, we lived right next to an air force base, so that explains the airplanes. So just being around cars constantly when I was growing up led to just getting more and more and more into them and learning more and more.
0: Do you think you would have been interested in cars if your parents weren't? Potentially. Okay. Yeah. But they f- they Probably, fueled yeah, it, they were the catalyst. Definitely. Okay. Because I got to, you know,
1: crawl around all, all sorts of interesting vehicles way back in the 90s and all that stuff that's
0: extinct now. What was the first interesting vehicle what's like your oldest memory of a vehicle that made an impact on you seeing a ferrari 308 for the first time that i remember was it real
1: yeah it was at a car show at a I ask that
0: because i'm pretty sure the first ferrari 308 i saw in a small town in maine was a kit car because <laughs> nobody ever had real anything up there yeah no it was it was a
1: black one and it was actually it was the first one I saw because it was outside the show and I get into the show and oh there's like a few more and do so you have the there's... VIN number on that car no I don't That's little... <laughs> oh come on <laughs> oh, I thought that,
0: for that sure that would have been would've...
1: 96 I think right around 96 so that was yeah no I don't even know if I knew what a VIN was back way back then gotcha <laughs> Do you have photos of that car? No. I don't. Mm. No. No. I remember the f- another one that made an impact, too. It was right around then. I want to say 97 or something was a Diablo. Seeing that for the first time. Oh, yeah. A yellow VT Roadster going through an Arby's drive through in my hometown. That's a true story. I was at my grandparents, and my dad like rushed over, and he's like, there's a Lamborghini at the Arby's. Let's go see it. And we did, and it was still there because we're only like two minutes away. Did you call Arby's and be like, Do you hold the order. <laughs> I remember a license plate though. Yeah? It was some form of cabaret. It was an Ohio plate. Hmm. Shortened somehow. Saw that cart cabaret. a few times back then too, after that. Interesting. Have you ever tracked down the Venom on that one? I've tried. Because I've actually gone through my list of Diablo Roadster Vins to see how many have been in Ohio and there's a couple it could be I haven't narrowed it down to one but there's maybe hmm. three or so that it could be
0: interesting I don't know why I was thinking of this but did you know I think you did know maybe you don't there's five maybe six Burgundy Panos AIV Roadsters and three of them were in Ohio at the same time well I know there's. I know there's at least two well right. there's still yeah, two. There's still I had two. one of them. Yeah. But when I had there's one there's the one, one in Hinkley, down Hinkley and then there's the, the one d- owned by sellers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was cool. There yeah, might have been four, I don't know. But <laughs> uh what's the what's the coolest car you've ever gotten to drive?
1: Diablo. E- easy early answer. early one? Ninety one. Black. Okay. Black on black. And it's a friend of mine. And it's I tell everyone. It fights you in every sense of the word to drive it. Mm-hmm. But it's fun, but only for like a half hour. Then your body's a little <laughs> tired. But then given an hour, you're like, oh, I
0: want to get back in it. By the way, did you see the 94 Diablo sell on Bring a Trailer today? No, I didn't. A regular Diablo. How much? $270,000. Yeah yeah the
1: one I drove um was it's not purchased. Not looking good for me. The one I drove was purchased by the owner for I think he told me 85 grand and that was not that that's, long ago. That's what they were going
0: for. Well their early cars 94 is arguably the best. Uh or the 94 95s are arguably the best of the Diablos. So the the early ones still have a pretty good discount over those, but definitely not 85 grand. <laughs> What is the craziest anomaly that you've found in your database? Whew.
1: I mean, I've found actual VINs from companies that are wrong. They calculate the VINs wrong. I found that a few times. And okay, the actual exp- explain that for people <laughs> who know less than Dan said. What does that mean? Every VIN, at least now the standardized 17-digit VINs, have a check digit, which is a ninth digit. Okay. And it's calculated based on a value assigned to all the other digits
0: and it's pretty much a check to make sure okay this is a real VIN okay so VIN, VIN numbers are not random right every mm-hmm. every VIN number sorry every digit in a VIN number means something mm-hmm. the easiest one as we know in a 17 digit VIN the 10th digit is the year the numbers after the 10th digit are serial numbers that just basically say where it falls within you know that production and mm-hmm. the nine numbers before that actually indicate where the car is produced, what type of body style it is, what engine, transmission, things yeah, like that. Yeah, and it varies by company.
1: Right, yeah. Definitely varies. Yes, but
0: there's a, there's a standardized mm-hmm. way you have to do it. Like, the first five ones have to be a, a certain thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the ninth digit is a, quote-unquote, randomized number. Yeah.
1: Randomized, meaning it's pretty easy to calculate with Excel.
0: Right. <laughs> Okay, so you found where oh, companies yeah. have screwed yeah. up their own VINs. Yep. And it yeah, it's it's humorous. <laughs> All right. What about like I don't even know what kind of anomaly where you like have you found duplicate VINs? Oh yeah. I've well I've I could tell the story of Ferrari serial two zero 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 five. How did I know you were gonna go to Ferrari as soon as I said <laughs> duplicate Vins? Yeah, exactly. They're they're repeat offenders for
1: that. Yeah, everyone knows of the, what is it, 99999? The Jacques Water Ferrari
0: F50? It's, so, okay, so is that, are there really two 99999 F50s, or is that just internet folklore? There probably is. Probably is, yeah, too? there probably is. Why do you say that?
1: Just because of, just how they operate with that stuff. Like, what I learned about this other one I mentioned is, like, they they will sometimes just re-stamp a VIN plate and put it on a car, even though it's already been used. Probably because they
0: didn't didn't have the record handy for the last one they stamped. Now uh, I'm guessing they don't do that with 17 digit VINs, right? Or do they? I mean those are more traceable. Yeah, it's and it's a lot more traceable if they're
1: like the US standardized VIN other than Europe, which is for Ferraris is like Z, da 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 da, then lots of zeros and a number. It's a lot easier for stuff to get screwy like that or pre standardized nineteen eighty guns. Right.
0: Okay. All right. Um whose manual Lamborghini production numbers are more accurate? Yours, John Tamarian's, or Ed Bullion's? Mine. Okay. <laughs> that's that's And a, I have talked with both. That's about a bold this. claim. Yeah. So I I know you've had some discrepancies or does uh, d- your numbers have disagreed with eds on the manual mercies has he ha- has have his numbers impacted yours at all or have yours impacted his or do you both stand his by your own i stand by mine and i don't think it's impacted mine because a
1: few that he's posted in the past few years that have come up i had on my list for years okay
0: gotcha <laughs> and some i even had photos of now did yours impact his list? Like did you share info with him to I gave him everything. Okay. I don't I don't know
1: how much he's publicized or not from that or if he's keeping anything to himself, sure.
0: but he has everything I have on that. Gotcha. Account. Okay. Um Ethan if you're listening, um it sounds like Dan got quiet, so I don't know if you want to adjust his <laughs> maybe it's just in my head. Um, but if it's for the the general feed, we want people to be able to hear Dan. The other night while we were tasting bourbon, I brought up something car-related, which you'd never heard of, and I was so proud of the fact that I almost (laughs) posted it in the Dan Dan Doucette Knows More Than You Facebook group. Is that a public group? Can people just go and join it? I don't know. Bailey, if you're watching, please make that a public group. Um, he's watching because he's been texting <laughs> <laughs> but now I can't remember what it was but it re- reminds me of the phrase which you it, should use by the way I thought I was wrong once but I was mistaken wasn't it that dealership in Europe yes Auto Salon Singen. Dan Doucette has never heard of Auto Salon Singen, which is like it's still around but if you were alive and reading DuPont Registry in the 90s or scouring the early days of the internet. It was the original crazy supercar dealer. There's period photos and it's just like McLaren F1, Mercedes CLK GTR, a couple Carrera GTs, couple Veyrons, <laughs> like no big deal. Just walk in with a cool million bucks and take your pick. I I felt really good that I knew something <laughs> that Dan didn't because that was that was a first. Um back to Ferrari. So you're talking about Ferrari's um reusing VINs or yeah. serial numbers was certainly true of the early race cars but they're also notorious for publicizing specific yeah. limited numbers of supercars so for example there's 349 F50s allegedly there's 400 Enzos and there's 75 SA Apertas yeah, that was the first one that came to mind was the SA Apertus. Okay. I know that the 400 Enzo thing is a crock of BS. Uh, I don't know about the F50 if that number is accurate. I know the 75 How how off are those numbers? Are they as inaccurate I, as Ferrari speedometers? <laughs> I think the
1: F50 number actually fairly close. Dang it. Um, <laughs> I was hoping there was and like I think 800.
0: The Enzo one isn't too horribly off. It gets worse as you get newer. Sure. I've heard 412 and 420 on the Enzo. Yeah, that's that's not that, that far off. How many of VINs things. do you have well, I just, for an Enzo?
1: Right here, I just have US-type ones. I mean, book I have as them all. But, I mean, I, have, I haven't updated this in a while, but I have about 55 or so that have been in the US, 55, 60,
0: F50s at some point. Okay. So, and... Most of those are U.S. spec cars. Gotcha. How many? How many Sa Apertas were there?
1: What was the worldwide 70, number? 70, seventy-five, I think. Seventy-five was a or seventy-seven, number. or something like that. I think it
0: was seventy-five because it was. I don't know. The number had some significance, but I remember I have seventy-five. At least forty-eight in North America, just in North America. Just in North
1: America, and the, a rule of thumb with Ferrari is worldwide, North America is a quarter to a third of all production, generally. Hmm. So extrapolate that
0: out, you're blowing that number out of the water. A 70-whatever. Do you mostly have North American numbers, or do you yes. have some worldwide stuff?
1: Some worldwide. Uh, that's been more of consulting projects and stuff. I'll do that because it's a lot sure. harder to track cars worldwide.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I asked you to compile a nine nine seven nine nine six 996 g 3 yeah. rs database worldwide, and it you yes. said, like, you know, North America is one thing, because the vins are all somewhat standardized mm-hmm. and you know it's one system for a large number of production yeah. you know same thing with Porsche they take about a third of worldwide production mm-hmm. but then the last two-thirds you know maybe a third is in Europe and then another third is like one in this country two in that country yep. and they all use different systems yeah and, and like Ferrari for
1: different countries there's half a dozen different, letters they would use for each countries, but then the serial numbers would all be like not sequential at all hmm. so it's doing a world a worldwide list for ferraris is difficult but some people have done
0: that gotcha what are your other areas of expertise and interest other than crazy production vin numbers you mean car
1: wise? Anything. Anything.
0: Airplanes too. Airplanes. I I know I've told you before. As
1: much as I know about cars, I know that, if not more, about airplanes. Yes. Yeah, someone said fire trucks, that too. <laughs>
0: How much do you know about Mark Spence's beard? Still Still learning. <laughs> uh yikes. <laughs> How's that discovery process going? <laughs> SwitchCast is brought to you by BoxCast. BoxCast is a live streaming company based in Cleveland, Ohio, and they serve broadcasters and viewers in more than 200 countries. Their founders launched BoxCast back in 2013 with one purpose, to make people part of the experience. If you're looking to live stream your podcast, church service, car show, sporting event, wedding, or even your cannonball attempt... Boxcast is an easy, flexible, live streaming platform for organizations. Boxcast is so easy, we are broadcasting this show live with our phone. Head over to switchcars.com slash boxcast for your free trial. Alright, Mark, do we do we have questions from, from the live feed? I totally forgot. I, I'm sorry. If you would like to join us, you can call in live. 216 294 4124. That's the number to call in. 216 294 4124. Or you can post your questions in the comment flow of wherever you're watching with us
2: live. Mark? Uh, This question is from Daniel BC. Do you still have the 98 Suburban?
0: No. I actually never had a 98. I had a 95, a 97, and a 99, and I sold. All of them. Something cooler is coming in. Ooh. I've got to
2: keep people in suspense. Otherwise, they'll stop watching me. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is from Samuel C. Laurie. W221 Mercedes S65 AMG. How many made and how many for the U.S.? I actually have some of the info for that. I'm sure you Look do Look at that.
1: <laughs> And give me just a
0: second
2: here. Dan, Dan oh, W221,
0: two, two, one. I, I don't know the Mercedes chassis yep. numbers. What generation is that? 07 to 13. 07, to, that's like the most, is that the most expensive ones ever? That's Yeah, that's the one Ed Bullion had. And he said it was yep. the most expensive car ever to maintain that he's had, including Lamborghinis, Range Rovers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. He sold it for 20 grand. I think he just got back what he spent on it and maintenance <laughs> to own it for like, A year.
1: Okay, what I have for 221 S65s, I have U.S. and Canada data on those. For the U.S., there were 1,546. Look at that. In Canada, there were 58. And that's from 07 to 13.
0: We're going to keep score here.
1: Did he ask what color? Because I have a color breakdown.
2: No, he didn't. Oh, but what's the rarest color? Because I'm curious.
1: Um, androdite green metallic. There's one. Oh, that makes sense. And cavanite blue metallic. There's also one. And that car was for sale
0: recently. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep score here. We got Dan versus the Internet. Dan score is <laughs> the one. Internet. <laughs> the Internet zero. Try again, Sam. Uh, if somebody can stump Dan, not that we're trying to, to be adversarial here or, or trying to come up with random stupid questions, but if somebody has a legitimate question and stumps Dan, then then they might win some free swag tonight. But uh, also, Dan, keep Dan's going to pick the question of the week for whoever gets some swag. So, Dan, think about that. And
2: when your favorite comes along, we'll, we'll send him a T-shirt. Mark. The next question is from Daniel Gray. The Audi two hundred twenty valve avant, one year only, which was nineteen ninety one. How many in the U.S.? The question's constantly debated. Was that a U.S. spec car? Yeah, I think it only came in the U.S. Well, let's see here. Bring that, bring that mic down to you, Mark. <laughs> Is that better? Don't, don't know if I Audi numbers, Andy.
0: Don't know if Audi numbers, Andy. Oh, <laughs> Dan, come on, Dan you Set knows more than you.
2: It's at home. A different zip drive. I don't know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't have that number handy. I'm going to have to vamp here while Dan looks. The internet. All right, Dan won. The internet (laughs) won. I believe it's only a couple hundred, like 100, 200. I'm going to put Mark Spence over here on the scoreboard. I feel like it's, again. I actually used to know this. Another Office reference, uh, Dwight Schrute versus the machine, the the internet, the, the website, whatever it was. When he was competing against websites so you can make more sales, I feel like this is what we're doing now. Dan
2: Dan versus the Internet. <laughs> all right, next question, Mark. This one's also from Daniel BC. Can oh, you talk no. about early 2000s SUVs like the Cadillac Escalade? What about them? Yeah, what about I, them? That's <laughs> just all the
0: question says. I can talk about them. They weren't as good as 90s SUVs. <laughs> I'm a Lincoln Blackwood guy, so. <laughs> there is a picture of... Uh, A Lincoln Blackwood. That had the same dang 4.6 liter motor Mm -hmm. that the Lincoln Aviator had, which were terrible. Still bitter about that one, which (laughs) blew up at friggin' 60,000 miles. Anyway, uh, I've had a a lot of Fords that have had blown up motors. Um, Yeah, there's a picture in the Twinsburg Police Department. Like, if you go (laughs) in their office, whatever, there's a picture on the wall that looks like it's from the 2000s. It's faded and dated of a Lincoln Blackwood in the median in the middle of a snowstorm on four eighty. All wrecked. <laughs> I was like, that's a really random obscure car to just be hanging in the yeah. Twinsburg Police Department. I'll have one this year. Yeah, I used Good to for you.
1: occasionally see them around, but like I haven't seen one in a little while. There's a few bounced around our area though.
0: Yeah. There- They all blown motors. All right, so do you have the numbers,
1: Blackwoods? Yeah, was that a question? It was no, just general. uh, We just got talking. I mean, Blackwoods, I have
0: how many Lincoln Blackwoods are there, Dan? Three
1: thousand three hundred fifty-six is the number I have. Oh, dang it, Dan! Dan.
0: Well, Dan, two. Well, let's
1: not stop there. You mentioned Escalades. (laughs) First generation Escalades that you know lightly modified. GMCs. Riptide There's about, about 52,000 of those. those. Second generation gallons About
0: 210,000 in the US. Hmm. So yeah. the Blackwood is rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's less rare than a Corvette pace car. That is from Henry Nicholas Co- Collins. That was his comment. Less rare oh, than yeah. a Corvette pace car. I feel <laughs> like we're just going to use that see how we're going to use that as like the drinking game phrase. So every time somebody asks a question about how rare their car is, we're just going to say less rare than a Corvette pace car and you'll have to drink (laughs) just, uh, for those of you at home, don't try this with Malort. (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by anything but Malort.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mark, you got more for us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This next question is from Ian goes to White Castle. How many W124 300 TEs with medium red were built?
1: I actually think
0: I have that number too. What's a 124? <laughs> what no, my one Mercedes
2: I chassis. The one I had.
0: The wagon. The the green wagon. Yeah. So like early 90s, late 80s? A 124 okay. was 80, mid 80s to mid 90s. Yeah, like I got it. I'm yeah, going to put say. Doug Column. I'm going to get a half a point for that, Doug yeah half a dash, a dash well, let me see here
1: what specifically did he ask medium red mb tex cuz i actually, i do have all the build sheets for those um Golly. i'll say which medium red is he talking 587 red? cabernet red 512 garnet red listen buddy your mercedes is <laughs> less rare specific. than a corvette pace car Let's see if he said 300 TE, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the diesel one? No, that's gas. No. So those were 88 to 93. Let's see if if his color code is 587, <laughs> there were 263 <laughs> in the US. <laughs> if his color code was 512, there are 64 in the US. So actually pretty rare. Boom. That's
0: that's, that's those golly. are pretty low numbers. Good golly. Yeah, but it's still rarer than a less, than a Corvette pace car. <laughs> less rare. My Corvette is rare
2: Corvette. <laughs> oh gosh. Mark, fire away. This is another question from this. Ian Goes to White Castle. How many you gotta 96? find a better restaurant, Ian? Seriously. <laughs> How many 96, 97 Lexus LX450s with factory lockers were made? Yeah, I actually, he because he posted that last night, and I actually did a little digging
1: on that, because I have the numbers for the LX450s. That is, well, let me find that here. LX450s were 96, 97, and they imported 15,083 to North America. Now, there's a lot of debate online as to the percentage of them that have lockers. because, And he probably knows what I'm going to say because he knows these. Um, a lot of people say it's like 7% is what Toyota said. It's higher than that. And there's other people debate that say, yeah, it's like 50% of them had lockers on them because it was like just a two options for the LX and everyone got them or dealers all ordered them. So i i would what, guess
0: what are lockers differential lockers okay um, i wasn't sure if it was like a you know a trunk thing for the mafia yeah. where you could <laughs> put
1: so if there's put like fifteen thousand of them if half of them and i'd say that probably would be on the high end if half of them had lockers you're talking about about seven thousand seventy three hundred low side i would say is probably 30 percent uh which would be about Forty three, forty four hundred. So I mean you're talking four thousand, five
0: thousand, six thousand. It's somewhere right in there, is about how many. It would uh, be my guess. I'm I'm giving one point to Dan and one to the internet for that one. <laughs>
2: Just four to two so far. On to the next one. This question's from Neuron Bob. Hi Number Bob of opulent Hello. blue or opulent blue metallic manual Cadillac CTS V wagons in manual. <laughs> in manual. Okay. Yeah. Very
0: low. That is a sick car, by the way. Oh, D- Doug can
1: look at this. What? This is an email I sent to myself. That's
0: that's your breakdown. So he said Oh gosh, I'm just giving you a point right now. <laughs> I, I can see the numbers right there. You have them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the formatting's a little weird, but op, opulent blue. Yeah, 2012 to 2014 wagons total. Let's see. I have sedans, coupes, and wagons. Mark says five, one, but yeah, it's it's it's.
0: Oh come on! Uh, buffering. Yeah, <laughs> buffering. Dan brand mind is buffering.
1: I think if it's I'm looking at yet. my jumble right, right, um, 70 of them and 42 were manual. I know I pulled that from
0: somewhere, some forum online. Yes. I'm reading your spreadsheet the same way you are. <laughs> wow. This is what I do when I get bored. I do stuff like this. <laughs> that makes me bored, Then that's what <laughs> I g- <laughs> uh, Okay. Good for you, Dan. By the way, Dan, hold on, Mark. Dan was a um, weather planner, ground crew. uh, Mission control. Mission control, thank you. That's a term being used a lot now. Yes, for our cannonball runs, both 2725 and 2539. And he was excellent at that because of his attention (laughs) to detail and his passion for this type of data, so. Uh, it took me a while to get him off his butt and get him to actually do a cannonball. He always wanted to yeah. do one. He just need a little peer pressure, but he finally did one this past year with Ed Bullion and Christopher Michaels yep. in a rental car, and you got fifth place in the musket ball, right? Fifth overall? Third overall? Or fourth, right? Fourth? You were fifth, right?
1: Yeah, my three minutes.
2: <laughs> fourth place <laughs> oh, overall. I think I was fourth. You were third.
1: No, there were... Trying to think who was before us. So there were like three cars there.
0: We were, we were four, you were five. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so that was, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Art Vandele says his car is quite rare. He has a Aston Martin 177. Yep. Aston Martin advertised that they made 77 of them. But he said 10 prototypes were made, and of those, four or so are owned by the public. So prob- the number is probably 5% inaccurate kind of like ferrari numbers yeah what yes no do you know
1: some of the rare astons there there is discrepancies and stuff and in both ways like they will say oh we make this we'll make this amount and they make more sometimes they make a lot less um i think i found that with some of the v12 Vantage's with manual which he has one i think an orange yes one. well it's it's a wrap okay do you know what color it actually is
0: Black?
1: Okay. Maybe? But yeah, because I, I do have the numbers on V12 advantages, and that's that's just a tedious one because there are so many VIN combinations for those. It's unbelievable, mm. and I haven't completely figured out why. Um, but I know for quite a while, there were only two or three 177s in the U.S. I think there's a few more now. Oh, but there's those one were more. All, yeah. They were all, all Euro-type cars, but they are... They are eligible under the Show and Display Act Gotcha. Officially. Gotcha. So, yeah, uh, they're all Euro cars. There's a handful around, production numbers. Who knows how many they actually made.
0: Celebrity Machines is a proud sponsor of SwitchCast. Celebrity Machines offers more than 250 different screen-accurate license plates as they appeared in movies and TV shows like Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, The Office, The Fast and the Furious, Breaking Bad, and so many more. Celebrity Machines also makes our Switch Cars dealer insert plates, as well as our commemorative 2539 plates from the fastest cannonball run ever. Visit celebritymachines.com for more info and use promo code SWITCHCAST to save a whopping 25.39% at checkout. Gus993C2S asks, that's a hint so you know which database to open. How many 96 <laughs> Porsche 993 Carrera Manuels were made in speed yellow with nephrite green interior, speed yellow rims and speed yellow dash? <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess and say one. Yeah, like I was cuz a
1: few people were asking about 993s. Like so I was actually looking up some info last night
0: and that's and yeah, some of these combinations are. That's I'm assuming it's yellow gauges, not the actual dash. Isn't that a Bin Laden car? Weird. <laughs> Don't know what the speed yellow with like nephrite you heard a bunch green? of really
2: weird ones and never drove them.
0: Yeah, so the Sultan of Brunei, Mark, I'm gonna give you a half a point down here for <laughs> isn't that a Bin Laden car? <laughs> you and I are tied at a half a point each. <laughs> Wait, no, I think you get one earlier for the I think there's two hundred of something. <laughs> All right, the current score is Dan five, the internet two, Mark one and a half, and Doug one. <laughs> uh no, I get a half a point for my guess if there's one ninety six portion Porsche three. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's 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 less rare than a Corvette pace car. Do you have any idea on that, Dan? I've... No. Okay. Yeah, because I don't have what version, 993? Well, he said Just... 96. I I don't know why the year matters, but... Um... Yeah, I, I have stuff on, like, Turbo S's. Okay, next one, then. <laughs> Nick goes fast. <laughs> I have two Saab Viggins with flame ochre interior, one convertible, and one three-door. How many of each of these were made for the U.S. market?
1: I'll flat out say I don't know. Oh, no!
0: The internet got I, a point. I
1: was trying to figure that out last night, and I, I've i seen the photos of his cars, and they are that is a gorgeous interior, in my opinion. But, yeah, Saab numbers are... There's a certain website that has production numbers and colors, exterior colors, but... That's it and I don't know if you're ever going to find anything else because of the status of sob. Right.
0: That is a real sob story. <laughs> do I get point for for puns? I do. I get one nod, one shake. Peanut Gallery, do I get points for puns? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. All right. That's two. All right. What do we get? Who what does the winner get? shot him alert <laughs> Dan's going to Dan's going to submarine his own <laughs> answers to make sure he doesn't win uh, Joe asked whoops sorry Joe, Some Joe. F- clipping there Joe asked if you can answer this or Cater answer this what your data sources are
1: A lot and it's different for every single company and even within that sometimes
0: the model of car Okay. So I can't give a direct answer, but it's a lot. Expand on what you can. Give me a couple examples of, of how you've procured um, a f- data. a
1: few companies that I've been able to pull actual build sheets. Okay. And it's a lot easier with German companies. I'd say I can leave it at that. You can guess which ones. You know which <laughs> ones for some. But right. they are far more meticulous about keeping records and having them accessible to people. Why are they accessible? Don't know. Hmm. I would think that'd be something they wanted to keep private, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I there's know. some restrictions, and it's gotten a, a little harder to do the past couple of years, but the data is all there. And if you can get to the right person or talk to the right person, you
0: can get it. What is... I, I don't want to say the most difficult, because the most difficult would be the one you don't have, but what is the... What is the set of data that you're most proud of? That you're like, this is impossible to get. Nobody else got it or has it or figured out how to get it, and you have it. Um,
1: Well, today, the answer to that question would probably be my Mercedes-Benz W126 database. Okay. Which is complete for North American cars, and it's a good
0: chunk of complete for worldwide cars. How many... Like North, you have build sheets for all of yeah, North American build sheets for all of them. How many is that?
1: 120, 130,000.
0: Holy cow! 130,000 build sheets. Yeah, that's just a yeah, the 126s. Good something. golly. Have you <laughs> looked at
1: all of them? It's a lot of searching and a little help <laughs> from things, but yeah. I mean, I've been able to get from them full color breakdowns and options for all of oh, the different goodness. models. Yeah. But that one, I'd say like a lot of these questions people are asking, no, I can't necessarily answer off the top of my head because some of this takes time. And that one took three months, I think, of sporadically working on and off. A lot of weekends of me just cranking away at stuff, 12 hours a day,
0: parsing through everything. Are you ever going to publish that information? Don't know. On com. (laughs) Membership fee $20. Yeah. <laughs> but like it started because I bought
1: a 126, and it's like, oh, I want to know not just stop it, I want to know how m- many of mine there are, how many of all of them there are. Hmm. So, of US spec 560 SELs in my color, which is 254 dark green, there's I think 58 were imported to the US, and of that, about half of them have the same interior as mine. So,
0: yeah. I'm I'm giving you a, a bonus point just for that. <laughs> That's awesome cuz I guarantee you the internet doesn't know that. Yeah, no. Those these those numbers don't exist on the internet. Gotcha. Uh, for Mr. Oscar May, I wonder how many Lamborghini Diablo VT 6.0 in right-hand drive were ever made. Well, Dan probably has the U.S. numbers, so can't answer that question. Okay, how many, left-hand driver, how many U.S. 6.0s are there? Let's answer the question he didn't ask. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see Diablo's. Especially silver with black interior. Silver is a super rare Lamborghini color. There's around 150 VT
1: 6.0s in the U.S. Gotcha. For the U.S. market. How many silvers? Let Let me see here. I'm guessing by silver, he's including titanium, which is sort of a silver sure. gray. Um, let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, there's a few. No. Yeah, the titanium was a pretty popular color for the six-point um, So I'm gonna say I don't have the colors for all of them, but you're talking 150
0: cars. All right, our call screener isn't doing our job, so we're just going to play Russian roulette and see who's on the phone here. <laughs> who's there? <laughs> what's up? What's oh, hey, Ed. How's it going?
3: It's good. You got Ed Bolian and Christopher Michaels fresh off Ooh. of vandalizing 250 speed limit signs <laughs> in Athens, Georgia. One of the best days of my life. <laughs>
0: what What? What speed what? limit? Are you doing uh, the 55s again? Are, are you yeah. um? Are you ever going to do this the vandalized 55 patches for me?
3: Yep. Yeah, we're on that. Good. Supply chain issues and all. Whatever excuse I need to make up right, right now as to why I've right totally forgotten that. about your request.
0: Okay. Well, I'll order two of them at MSRP.
3: <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, the first two are the real expensive ones. The rest of them are pretty reasonably priced. I don't know why. It's, I didn't say I wanted the, one of the first
0: two. I just want two.
3: Well, we fulfill them as the orders come in, so uh, you know we do what we can.
0: Right, okay.
3: And, uh, and despite me claiming to be a professional artist, Ed was much better at getting the sort of salacious, drippy splatter of the red X than I was, so uh, he is, uh, he's an undiscovered artist.
0: Ed is more in touch with his uh, female in a skin-tight catsuit than you are. Just put it that way.
3: I, I, are you implying that been, I'm also in touch with my female side in a skin-tight cat suit? We didn't even tell him what we were wearing. <laughs> yeah, when we were doing the full regalia, you know, blue and fuchsia, you know, Catherine Boggs, Farrah Fawcett you know, it seemed only appropriate.
0: Pictures or it didn't happen? Pictures with metadata. Uh, don't get
3: don't, 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 don't <laughs> <catch> me. <laughs> When I got sweaty you could see right through it. Oh me. Are y'all having a jolly old Ben Nerd off?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dan claims his Lamborghini numbers are better than yours.
3: Well, better is <laughs> in more people have read his. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lot, listen, lots of people have read Fred Ashmore's story, but that doesn't mean it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Well, uh,
3: things happen. What, uh, 134 uh, U.S. 6.0 VINs, by the way. In
0: US, U.S. only?
3: Yeah, U.S. only.
0: Oh, Ed knows it off the top of his head. Dan's got to look at his spreadsheet. I got 152.
3: Oh. What do you say?
1: I got 152.
3: 152. Well, that doesn't count that Dandu said I made them up by running (laughs) algorithms against theoretical
0: van numbers. Have you run the Carfax on all of them to confirm they exist? I haven't got to the 6.0s. I actually did a lot of the early Diablo, so. Alright, Ed, I'm giving you a half a point for knowing it off the top of your head. Uh... I'm I'm giving Dan a point for having more Vins than you.
3: Oh, there you go.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> what year was the first Vin?
1: Of the six
0: They were all 01.
3: Oh, 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 just in general, like just thinking
0: of Vins. When did Vin? Nineteen eighty. Yeah, the first seventeen sta- Standardized
1: was eighty or eighty or eighty one, depending on the company. Eighty one, it became. Pretty universal. Okay. I get half
0: a point for that because I answered first.
3: <laughs> All right, well done. Now what? Now I know there were serial number standards back into the mid fifties, but what did car manufacturers do prior? Whatever to they back, wanted. You know, in nineteen twenty-eight, just anything. All right. <laughs> Whatever yeah. they wanted. Rando.
1: Yeah. And that's what. Dan,
3: how many manual six forty VINs are you up to?
1: Um, I don't think I've added more any. than you.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Me pull Ed, that up. Ed,
0: I know it's it's hard for you because Dan is devaluing your cars by having, you know, significant percentage <laughs> hey, more production. It's <laughs> not that much different. We're, our numbers are pretty close now. Yeah, I think. but two out of that like thirty—that's a—that's like eight percent. Let's see. That's true. That's true. Come
1: on, Dan. Yeah, I'm trying to add these up here real quick. Oh, come on. Should have them in your head. Let's see. I think (laughs) I have 33 total. 33. Coop and Roadster. But a
3: couple of those have no records at all, right?
1: No, they all have some records.
3: They all have evidence of existence?
1: Yeah. Ed, Uh, how many do you have? I have 23 and 10. 31. 23 and 10 is a split I have coupe roadster.
3: I have 21 and 10.
1: Okay, so two coupes are our difference, that's it. Yeah. yeah,
3: two coupes.
1: So, on the scheme of the, things, uh, that's super close.
3: But a lot of your estimations are based on, like, VINs that could have been allocated, but not necessarily were,
1: right? Not necessarily, no. There could be, theoretically, thousands of possible VINs. But these are ones oh, that sure. actually had something behind them, enough for me to add onto the sheet say like enough to give me proof of yeah this exists somehow and it's not a fluke well
2: i have
3: to find the two that i don't have and see if there's a compelling case for their existence and then we'll have to go use doug's money to buy them <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm fi- what is it emergency lago lp640 yeah yeah no. Yeah. 6, 642. If, if it was a missing 6.0 Diablo, then sure. But
1: I mean, to be honest, if there are two like two discrepancies here, it, they're probably have been exported to China years ago or something like that, and are gotcha. long
0: gone. But so. they still existed. I, I feel like I want to give you a point for every VIN number that you have that Ed doesn't.
3: <laughs> Who's keeping track of points? How many points is Dan up to?
0: Uh, Dan has seven. I have two and a half. Mark has one and a half. You have one half. The internet has three, and the Peanut Gallery has a gold star. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And we're not sure what we win. Solving the world's problems tonight. It's kind of like the cannonball. We have no idea what if it's worth it or not. (laughs) We don't win
1: anything. Yeah, actually, I'll bring up an interesting discrepancy here that this is reminding me of, at least with the Diablo 6.0s, okay. is of Lotus, uh, I think the 2011 Lotus Elise's and Exige's. Like, Lotus has published numbers. I can guarantee you there's a lot more than what they say, because I have the car faxes to all of them. And like, it's blatantly their numbers
3: wrong,
0: wow. which is interesting. All right. Yeah. We're going to give Lotus a minus one over here. <laughs>
3: Is, is, Dan, is that is that for the Exige
1: 260s? Um, I, I think that the ones I'm thinking of off the top of my head are, I think are for the 11 Elise R's and Elise SC's. Those are, like, okay, not even close. Like,
3: Do you think the numbers on the 260s are real, that there's only the, 60 yeah, U.S. Gen cards?
1: Yeah, those are pretty close. Now that I'm thinking okay. about it a little more. The Exige numbers that are known are very close like i think a handful of the different models years i have are spot on with what's published and some are maybe one two off but that's about it
0: how many of the discrepancies because i've seen this within porsche is puerto rico and mexican cars and or like uae cars because yeah. those all yeah. have north american VINS. Yep. But they're not considered part of the allocation, but every now and then they just show up. Yeah,
1: and that's a tough one that varies by company and how they do it. Because you'll have, yeah, Porsches. I can usually pick out a lot of the times the Puerto Rico cars. Mm -hmm. Um, But then like Ferrari, unknown, Lotus, unknown. They're all just completely lumped in. There's nothing to really tell them apart. Right. And Middle East with Ferraris, I know is very similar to that too. Yeah. Yeah. They have
0: North American bins. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: All right. Dan, how many Enzo Vins do you have?
0: Oh, let me see. I think I asked him that earlier. His answer is not as, as awesome as I hope well, it was. I don't watch this show. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I Honestly, don't watch your show either. Yeah, and
0: I let me see what I have for at least Enzo's in the U.S. And this is one carbon I... Carbon has like yeah, car- 412 or 420? How many does he have, Dan, uh, Ed? They said they
3: made 401.
0: What does Carbon say?
3: <laughs> Carbon's in the 520 zone. Okay. What?
1: That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I have, I mean, and my what? my data here for Enzos, at least in the U.S., is is like five years old now. But I had about a hundred twenty something in the U.S. at that point.
3: U.S. car, yeah, somewhere, yeah no, somewhere around there. There's a, uh, I think there could be as many as 150 more than Ferrari said.
0: Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Ed, you get another half a point for knowing what Carbon said. You're up to a full point and carbon got a blue ribbon and i don't know if anyone else here knows who carbon is outside of me and you and ed one three four two eight two right carbon mccoy is is the u.s marcel massini but not as well known he has (laughs) ridiculous amounts of history on ferraris and there have been numbers and yeah yeah but he's limited to only ferrari that's all he cares about, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I've I've talked to him before a few times, and we've shared some info between um between us.
0: Nice. All right, Ed, Chris, thank you for calling in. I hope your the rest of your drive goes well. Keep it under a hundred. <laughs> and uh, Chris, do you want a point on the board?
3: <laughs> I, I would love a point
0: on the board, but all I really got to offer is. One of my best friends is an FBI agent, and I was buying a Harley one time. I was actually I was trading an engagement ring that didn't get used to a guy for a Harley, and the VIN was not a correct Harley VIN. I called a friend of mine in the FBI to check it out. It turned out it was part of a sting they were in, and he had this complete panic meltdown. He was like, walk away. Don't call me. You're going to throw the whole investigation? You call me <laughs> something. But he had this complete panic meltdown, and I literally stumbled into an FBI sting that involved a friend of mine just trying to trade a ring for a psycho <laughs> stripper
3: that i never gave her for old
0: harley
3: <laughs> that's all i got to offer for a point on the, vin, on the VIN, on the ven on the VIN. sorry could <laughs> it could would have been a wife at the time
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay you got an honorable mention <laughs> what wipe all right that's, that's all i got <laughs> That's the best anecdote we've had so far. We're gonna go back to silly questions about numbers. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Good to hear Yo, from have you. Yeah, oh, hope to see you soon. Have a good night. Good to talk to see you guys. Dad. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: All right, uh, back to you, Mark. What do we got on the live stream? <laughs> Hold on, we need to update the scores and also refresh on the call-in number. If you'd like to call in, the number is 216-294-4124. Uh, Two nine six two nine four four one two four. The current score is Dan seven, the Internet three, Mark one and a half, Ed one, Chris has an honorable mention, Lotus is minus one, Doug has two and a (laughs) half, and Carbon has a blue ribbon. And the Peanut
2: Gallery still has a gold star. The next question is from Check Purr. What are the production numbers for the Copenhagen Blue nineteen eighty four Porsche nine four four? With the sunroof, the rear wiper delete, and the M four five six suspension.
1: Yeah, see, this is one of those questions oh that, like, they they gosh, they, you need you need. It's the less rare.
0: No, it's <laughs> less rare than a Corvette Pace Car. Moving on. <laughs> 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 that is that, that is getting into Corvette
2: rare right there. Seriously, yeah, they, they were, oh, mine has a
0: rear window wiper. It's one of seven with a rear window wiper. Yeah, there That's were re- there were a few of those comments I noticed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All that to say, Copenhagen Copenhagen Blue is killer rare on any '80s Porsche because they're all red and black. So whatever, it's rare, but it is less rare than a Corvette Pace car. So,
2: next question from Matthew Bogart: Porsche Cayenne base V6 with a manual transmission. How about specifically 2005? Give me a second here, because I have an answer for that. I bet oh you my do. God. I bet it's something <laughs> like 45, because who wants to order that? <laughs> he says specifically 05. How how about we...
1: Who cares m- me- about the year? Yeah, well, I'm going to go pre-facelift, because I I do have build sheets on all these, too. So I could narrow them down to year, but we'll go pre-facelift. So like, When I had oh f- mine, you didn't tell
2: me you had my the numbers. The difference
0: between an 04 and an 5 You didn't have matter. a
2: manual. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs>
0: The numbers were too big. So the
1: pre-facelift first-gen Cayenne manual, 205 in North America. What?
0: Bam. Did he say a color? No? No. Okay. All right. Uh, here's a good one. How many <laughs> magno Alunite gray oh. CLK-63 Black Series were produced? My answer was zero. One. Was one. one. He, ha- he has it. He has it right. Yeah. Use yep. one. Do you know win. that? Yeah, it's on my sheet. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like you don't win because the internet knew that too. So I can't give anybody any points for that. Uh, 2011 Silverado LTZ71 Extended Tab <laughs> Cabin Blue Granite Metallic. Uh, I don't know. I saw well, three on the construction okay, well, site well, last week. Well, here
1: you go. I saw that comment, so I actually made an estimate at it. Are
0: you freaking kidding
1: me? No, that, that comment annoyed me enough that I <laughs> sat down for like 10 minutes and figured it out. So an estimate on that, he said an 11 Silverado LT with Z71 package extended cab and blue granite. Oh, my gosh. 2011, they sold about 415 Silverados in the U.S. About 4- 415,000. About 4- Four point eight percent were LTs of Z seventy one packages. Of those, thirty eight percent were extended cabs, and of those, sixty two percent were blue granite, which gets you about
2: forty-seven fifty. I,
0: I don't I e- I wasn't even listening to the numbers. It's still less rare about, than a Corvette pace yeah. car. Dan, you four get five, a point. Four to five
2: thousand. God, golly. <laughs> Every dealer should got at least one.
0: Um <laughs> oh luxury soCal real estate. I own a gated six speed US spec three fifty five GTS with the unicorn carbon fiber sport seats darn right. By the way, I like totally creeped on this guy's profile because I wanted to know what the exterior color was and I couldn't even find it. He had too many pictures of his (laughs) Citroën. I've been trying to find a 355 with the carbon seats in a manual. I really want a GTB though. Do you know that number, Dan? Well, I know US spec GTSs, there
1: were, I have around 320 or so. Manual or total? No, total. How many manual? Of those, about three quarters of them were manual. Is the estimate? So you're talking probably around 250 GTSs with manual in the US. Okay. Now, then you go carbon sport feed five, five percent. Yeah. I was trying to spitball a number last night, and I'm like, it's got to be probably five percent or less. So you're talking, you know, let's say you're at five percent. So, um, you're that's a maximum of like 12. Cheapers.
0: so i mean you're narrow that me. down to i don't need that just yeah narrow that down to col- <laughs> narrow it down to color and you're talking you know uh, one of one one of stop one. stop stop i don't want to know how hard my unicorn is to find but that was gts you want to be those are a little more common okay bailey from texas is asking <laughs> about no. a car hi bailey how are no, you I
3: know. i'm doing well yourself
0: good how's texas
3: it's not too bad. I was kind of expecting King of the Hill style, but it's actually pretty big, pretty big city down here.
0: Did you have to get unvaccinated to go into Texas?
3: Uh, yeah. So we we both showed up vaccinated, and they threatened to kill us, so we had to spit it back out.
0: You have to join the Canadian Truckers Convoy Facebook group. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> Have you put Bailey's in your coffee down there yet? Are you having any get-togethers?
3: Uh, no, I am a loner, and I barely made, made any friends yet.
0: I <laughs> doubt
1: that. <laughs> you made friends with the people that helped move you in, I know.
3: Oh, yeah. Those those <laughs> kids were cool. <laughs>
0: All right, Bailey, what's your question uh, for Dan Duset knows more than you?
3: <laughs> yes, yes. So I was wondering, how many Maserati MC-12s are in Ohio
1: dan's on
0: wikipedia he's cheating well no i was
1: getting the total his answer answer one how many are in ohio one one One. yeah because they were how many are in the i can ballpark that because they're all euro cars um into the mic dan i'm thinking think into the mic Probably 15. 15 I in guess. the U.S.? Yeah, it's some, somewhere around. I know at one point I did try to dig to figure that out, but gave up because that was hard to do. Well, you know what? Let me just see if I have anything, though, because there's always a chance I do. Good God. No, I, I had, had a lot, lot of questions to for get that. Through. <laughs> But, yeah, I would guess, you know, 10, 10 to 20 of them probably. But, yeah, there's only one in Ohio currently.
0: Great. Well, Wait. Bailey thank you for the question <laughs> thanks for the call thank enjoy you. Texas and come back and see us soon
3: I will right. will do see ya. talk to you ya.
0: see you all right we're, we're gonna try a rapid fire through some of these oh here boy if you can pull up your spreadsheets quick enough uh awesome Murray 4 would love to hear about the sob 92x and nine94x they're sobs what do you want to yeah, know
1: yeah I'd say 92x or nine94x I can give I can give numbers on 9.2Xs because those are available online. They gave production numbers 9,292 9.2Xs in the U.S. Uh, but there's breakdowns online of manual, auto, linear, arrow, all that. Um, so those are published. The 9.4Xs, on the other hand, are not published. You s- I've seen a few different numbers as far as how many they made, how many they've sold. I came up with 613 to North America of the 9.4Xs. So you're talking maybe, and I think I may be missing a couple of them, so probably about 629 4Xs to the U.S., which is puts it as one of the rarest actual pro- volume production cars sold in the past 30, 40 years in the U.S.
0: From Connor, <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just shaking my <laughs> head. From Connor, how many 2008 Audi TT 3.2 coupes Came with a manual.
1: This is one I actually did an estimate on too because I saw his post last night. So, 08 TT 3.2 coupe manual. In 08, they sold or they produced 7,925 TTs for the US. Mm-hmm. About right around half of them were coups, so right around 50%, um, which would be around 4,000. And of those, a percentage of manuals. I would spitball around
0: 475 manual of that, of your your skill in the U.S. Uh, Julian Higgins is excited to see Dan on the show. (laughs) So am I. What were the numbers on a 1984 Jeep Cherokee Pioneer four-wheel drive with a 2.5-liter I-4 automatic with cinnamon-brown interior? Julian, it's less rare than a Corvette Pace car. (laughs) (laughs) I got half a point for that.
1: Uh, It... I actually tried to dig a little bit on this because he mentioned the interior, and you cannot find a good list of interior colors for, like, 80s Jeeps and AMCs out there. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But 84 Cherokees, they produced 58,596 of them for the U.S. Um, They were all four-wheel drive and all had the 2.5 that year, so that makes that easy. Um, I'd guess about two-thirds are automatic transmissions um, or two thirds to three quarters. So you're talking forty to forty-four thousand vehicles there. So 40,
0: 43,900 many? How many? are rusted out. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on. <laughs> and if I had to spitball the interior color, I would say ten
0: to twenty percent have that interior. <laughs> Let's color. try something obscure <laughs> slash a setup. How many rear-wheel drive manual '97 uh, Diablo VTS in the U.S.? I didn't like this question, right? Diablo VT. VT literally stands for viscous traction. Yeah, that was their note for all-wheel drive. Right. It means an all-wheel drive VT. And he says, how many rear-wheel drive slash manual? Well, they're freaking all manual, right? Yes. They didn't make automatic Lamborghinis. But how do you have a rear-wheel drive VT? Okay, I actually thought about this a little bit.
1: And I'm wondering if the car he's thinking of is a 96. And I say that because... In '96, there were they imported about a dozen Diablo coupes to the U.S. Um, and by that time, most of, them, most of them were VTS. But for whatever reason, the last year of those early Diablo coupes, mm-hmm. about half of those dozen were non-VTS. They were rear-wheel drive cars. So okay, there's a, there's a statistically large number of 96s that were rear-wheel drive. Did they
0: call them VTs, no. though? they are just Diablo. Okay, so he said there's yeah. 12 produced for the Lamborghini Club of America as a final send-off of the manual and rear-wheel drive combo as Lambo is supposedly never going to... I don't believe that because the SV, which started in 96, was a rear-wheel drive yeah. Diablo. Yeah, I'd say
1: actually I talked to someone else that is here that saw this and searched themselves and couldn't find anything
0: about that online. Because they were very adamant that I was wrong, in so many words, kind of an idiot, for stating that that was a trick question because there can't be a rear-wheel drive VT because VT means all-wheel drive. It's literally talking about the the viscous coupling in the all-wheel drive system. Like, that's what it's named for. And he doesn't mention
1: coupes, per se, in that, but there were no 97 coupes to the U.S. They ended in 96 and then skipped the your SVs and your 99s and stuff, but yeah.
0: So what is this Lamborghini Club of America thing? <laughs> I don't know if it exists. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but I, I'm wondering if the car he's talking about is one of the 96s, because that fits a number of the th- things he Yeah, you he said mentions. 12. Yeah, I, ha- but I have... But they weren't designated I have BTs. 12, and of those, I have of those 12 I have 6 of them were non VT cars which is odd. Hmm. But they were they were not VTs and actually one of those six is in Columbus Ohio. Gotcha. And, it's, and th-
0: you're saying there's no 97 VTs for the US? Only roadsters, not coupes. Okay. Is yeah, 97 you could roadsters. get an SV a roadster and In the
1: U, in the US just a roadster.
0: No, 97 SVs are in the 98, US. 98 99 SV. No, 90 What? Yeah, 98, 99. Yeah, the 98s were the pop-ups, Ninety-nine for the... Non-pop-ups. I know that, but I thought you could get 97 yeah. SVs in the U.S. also. So, 96 and 97 were Europe only. So, there's two years of production in Europe yeah, that no, they I, didn't come to I, the U.S.
1: And I remember when that was actually happening of going, when is this SV going to be available in the U.S. and seeing it on TV and in magazines, and it took a while.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh... I'm giving myself half a point for not being an idiot. Uh, <laughs> 1986 Nissan Fairlady Z200ZRI 2 plus that's, 2 in super white that's over JDM gray. stuff. Okay. No. Uh, curious Joe Sisti says he's curious about how many gated manual Ferrari Californias were made. Three? Nope. Ah, dang it. Thought I knew the answer to that. How there's many? at least four
1: confirmed, possibly
0: oh, up to six. I was close enough. <laughs> I bet you Ferrari's official number is three. They they don't have an official number, you know that. They, okay. Four to, four to six. the number was the
1: number was three for quite a while, and our friend Carbon found at least proof of one more. Oh. And there's rumors of Yeah, I'd say give him some credit there. All right. He has a blue ribbon plus one
0: now. But none of those were U.S. as far as I'm aware. They're all Euro cars, right? That would that would be a cool car. That'd be a really cool car. Uh, how many manual with no sunroof BMW M240i were built for the North America? I. That's one of those Uber specific ones.
1: Um, I did ballpark. That number. I'm two M240is. There are about 7,500 to the U.S. Of those, about 600 manuals would be my guess. And of those, about
0: 80 slick tops. So about 80-ish. Well, Ryan Hempel asked, this is, this, is a, this is a good one. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I, I'm actually really curious about the answer. Oh, you don't know. I How don't many know. Type 170 post-war diesel cabriolets were manufactured by Mercedes? And for whom were these diesel cabriolets yeah. produced? I had to ask it because he hashtagged it. Come on, Dan. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that he's referring to
1: R107s like SLs. Hm. And that they actually made diesels on those. Interesting. Which it would be a somewhere I mean maybe not, but I would think it'd be somewhere overseas. I know they built some 107s down in South Africa and stuff like that. So it could And he said who for as well. Which hmm. immediately my mind went to the Sultan of Brunei. But uh, at least I'm based on what he commented, I'm thinking he's meaning Diesel-powered R107s, gotcha. which I couldn't find anything online other than just
0: swaps and people ragging on the people doing swaps saying, what are you doing? Probably, oh, I like this one. Uh, 2008 Volvo C30 T5 2.0. Would be neat to know how many of them actually came to North America. Yeah, I did a quick estimate
1: for U.S. I know he mentioned Canada, I think, specifically. Was that that one? Yes. Yeah. I didn't have time to really ballpark a number for Canada, but it ballpark a number for U.S., so you could take that and divide it by whatever. Um, 10. Yeah, probably. Um, 08 C30 T5 version 2.0, which I'm pretty sure is what he's referring to. Um, in the U.S., they imported 5,865 C30s in 08, and... If I had to guess, I would say around 1,050 of those were the version 2.0s. So about 1,000, so 1,000 of times whatever percent gets you Canada, so
0: not a lot. You're- Sir, Mr. Doctor, 2004 BMW X3 3.0 with a manual trans. I've done every ounce of research I could, and I've hit a wall. I've contacted BMW and been on every forum. My best guess is less than 300. Okay, this one actually intrigued me a bit. Right. Uh, I was thinking
1: oh, about it a, a bit challenge. today. Because it was a challenge, but it was a challenge that's doable. Um, now, I don't know if he's referring to world or U.S., um, but I do have numbers for the U.S. as of today. I Let's say it's it the out. U.S. All right. So, if it's U.S. X3 3.0i's with a manual in 04, there were 1,379. Oh hmm. five 05 there were 821 and 06 there were 574
0: man he was hoping less than 300 yeah. shoot it's definitely less rare than Corvette yeah, i Port actually
1: pace car. i mean i found i came across just doing some digging in about 15 minutes i came up with photos of probably 20 30 of them
0: easy wow yeah uh, Send Scoobies wanted to know how many winter green metallic over tan 2001 manual transmission Subaru Outbacks I without sunrise there an, are. I, I, just saw I don't this know how many it. they are, but they're all in Vermont. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan is amazing. He's sh- from the Total Tom Cars. Dan's okay. amazing. He shared with me my R63 AMG production numbers. Yeah. Such a nice guy. Yeah, yes. He, he has
1: is. one of, I think, two
0: in his color. Golly. Like, period. Chef Brett Stevens asked, how many autumn gold Volvo 850s were produced for 1996? Um, Give me a second here. Next, uh, another question while we're waiting. What? what? 145. 145. Gosh darn it. And he'll know
1: where I got that from if
0: he's asking it. Oh, was it from the internet?
1: Yeah, there's All right, I'm giving a point to you and the internet. That's a cool color too. I didn't realize that color existed.
0: What was production for the Great Wall Motors Voliq <laughs> C20R? Chinese built,
1: and they sold them in China and Russia and in Europe a little bit, as I found out. Um, actually, not that common. I 28,000 at least.
0: Good golly. I don't even know what the frick that it, is. It's
1: a crossover variant of the C10. The C10 pickup truck? No, the Great Wall... Whatever, C-10. Great Wall's an interesting company.
0: They make some weird stuff. Uh, Jackboy (laughs) 491 Cadillac. Where do you come up with this? I didn't know Chinese made cars. I thought they just imported Buicks. Cadillac ATSV Championship Edition 6-speed manual. Yeah. From what I could find on that,
1: 32 white, 30 black. Like they said they were going to make a lot more, but I couldn't find anything
0: else that they made more than... 62. Hmm. Rob is a car guy said, would love to hear some of Dan's knowledge on North American NSX production. Lots of fun Easter eggs of rarity, especially after the 95 model Mm -hmm. year. I've said for years how rare the pop-up headlight NA2s are, and I personally have a black tan at 98 NA2. Props to Dan if he knows these numbers. Five manuals, one auto. He probably has a manual.
1: (laughs) And with... In SXs, there is a lot of data online, and you can pretty much find all these numbers. And he'll know exactly where I got that number from. All right. I internet yeah. point yeah. two. Back in the days when you could actually get Honda
0: numbers easily. How many of the easily. Midnight Purple Pearl ones were there? I don't have that handy, but that's available online. Easily. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Joey Corger is curious how many manual Volvo S60Rs were made.
1: This was another interesting one because there are fairly good details on V seventy Rs, but not nearly as much on S sixty Rs. So I had to do a little estimating, um, and I estimated about 9700s sixty Rs came to the U S, and of those, around fifty six percent were
0: manuals, which puts you around fifty four hundred. Wow, that's quite a few actually. Yeah. That's more. Yeah, than it was I more than guess. the V seventies. Gotcha. Uh, I wonder how many guards red 98 993 C2S were built only 400 roughly were made in 98 uh, yes you are correct been curious how many of each color 993 were made in 97 98 about, about 10% I'd say are red Yeah, is my guess looking at some 993 numbers I have James Greg Webb asked how many North American 07 land cruisers made were, were made without AHC What's AHC? I don't even know. That was a suspension thing.
1: Gotcha. It was, it was supposedly standard 06 and 07, but some special order ones may have trickled out. And you wouldn't be able to track that out unless you had the full build cheese from Toyota, which you can't really get. But I could throw out, because I have the numbers of Land Cruisers. Let me see here. He says 07 is last year. 07 well, it's like without mine. it. Yeah. The yeah. same generation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was the last. Mine's the first year. His is last oh sevens i have 2173 land cruisers to north america i mean if you're talking special order ones because there are a few special order colors and weird specs i mean pff, less than 100 easy i would say
0: how many u.s spec facelifts so 2013 to 14 audi tts coupes in Samoa orange metallic were there
1: that would take me a little time to figure out I didn't even oh, see that man. one yet Dan minus yeah.
0: one Mark what do you got for us in the live stream
2: I was tendering I'm sorry <laughs> <He> really
1: <was>. <laughs> <laughs> golly
2: This one's from Henry Collins. How many McLaren 720s in Memphis Red were built? Too many. No, I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs) Give me just a second. That's a good color. Not the best car ever, but good
1: color. Yeah, a a question though about an exotic car here. There's... A lot yeah. of questions about just BMWs and stuff. <laughs> Late model BMWs. Um, they're less rare than a Corvette pace car. Get over it. Now, this is one I don't have complete data because like, they're still like making them until recently, 720. So it's sort of a not... I don't know if they've finished production 720s yet or not. But if not, it's a still growing number. Um, but I had up through... Up through early twenty twenty one there were in the US and Canada, North America, there were about fourteen hundred coops and about eight hundred spiders. And of those uh let's see here. You said Memphis Red? Yes. Let's see, I have I don't have complete color breakdowns, but I can estimate based on what I do have. I have fifty. But I still need a lot. So let's see here. I'd like say about 125. So, probably a little more since they're still making them. So, maybe 150 or so. It's amazing. Red coops. All right, I could uh, do the same with spiders, too, but that's just dead time.
0: A couple more. We don't have time to get to all these questions. But, uh, Mark, pick, pick two more of your favorites. What has
1: Mark been talking about all day?
0: <laughs> sterlings? <laughs> sterlings. I got Somebody this weird obsession with sterling. buying
2: Sterlings. And I find it pathetic there's no Facebook group for that car brand.
0: It's a subgroup of Dan Doucette knows more than you. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I got Kito's, a Sterling kit car at work and I Kito's find those all
0: day. Also asked about a Sterling yeah. American Market Rovers. Yeah, that was
1: a complete coincidence. He asked about that and then Mark's like texting all of us all day like I want a Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he wanted me to talk about Sterling. Yeah. So, uh, they s- imported 33,802 of them to the U.S. Um, I remember back when they were, I mean, they were never common, but back before they were extinct. Um, But the survival rate on Sterling's, I mean, you're talking, there's like Yugo level. Possibly less than Yugo level. Like I would maybe half. I can find Yugo parts. Like half, (laughs) maybe half a percent of them are roadworthy of those 33,000. Holy cow. But of those 33,000, about 27,000 were the 825s and about, let's see, 7,000 were the 827s, which are the better cars. And of those, about 1,000 of them were the Fastbacks, which those are cool cars. I've actually seen a couple of those. And of those 1,000 Fastbacks, about 150 of them were manuals. Golly. And of those 150, I think there's (laughs) probably like Five left roadworthy,
0: and the reason that number is high is because it was enthusiasts that would own a fastback manual. It's story. like about the same number as a Peugeot five hundred five, and if you posted one on Craigslist, <laughs> you still wouldn't find a buyer. <laughs> Mark. i got I, I got data on
2: those too <laughs> I, I don't want nobody cares Me. i care <laughs> nobody cares. All right. next question Mark, last question sean Pick peter one. <laughs> dan if you could own a personal aircraft which one would you own and why oh, that's a good question
1: a personal does he mean if i could own any airplane because that's a tough one doesn't matter just
0: like money no object sure Money has to not be an object to own a plane. That's true.
1: Money, no object. you got to go with a Cold War-era Russian fighter because you can actually buy those. (laughs) Do they come with bombs? They're not supposed to. Uh, There's some interesting stories, though, of aircraft getting imported by people and being confiscated because they have stuff on them they shouldn't have. Nice. But, yeah, generally in the U.S., you aren't allowed to, as a private person own a American built like combat jet aircraft, which is why a lot of the ones you see flying at air shows as warbirds were not American built. Like F-86 Sabres, most of the ones flying are Canadian. Hmm. But yeah, there's weird laws and stuff and it takes a lot to actually own one. And it's usually non-profit companies and stuff like that.
0: Well, uh, Let's tally the final score here before we wrap up. Uh, Dan, there's the score for everybody. Dan has 13. The internet has five. Mark has one and a half. Ed one. Chris has an honorable mention. Lotus minus one. Doug, three and a half. Carbon has a blue ribbon plus one. So Dan smoked everybody. There was probably 30 or 40 questions we didn't have time to get to. But if you want to ask Dan your nerdy questions... You can find him on Instagram at, at Aero that's, Aero108. zero eight. That's it. That's me. Uh, on Facebook, Dan Doucette. He's got a couple of VinWiki stories buried buried yeah. in the archives. Yeah. So check him out there. So feel free to ask away your questions, Dan. I'll be happy yeah, to I know, answer. I know there's, there's a few comments,
1: too, that I saw that I actually will reply to the people because they had some pretty interesting stuff. And yeah. Some, I,
0: some very detailed ones that I do have numbers for. Gotcha. Well, I apologize. We couldn't get to all of them, but, uh, we are constrained by time here. So, uh, yeah, keep you wanting more. So you, you'll come back next time. So anyway, thank you, Dan, for being on. Thank you for having me. Glad we got to do this. And I have some more of my own questions anyway, especially regarding that, uh, teal green Diablo that I'm trying to buy. But yeah, yeah, I, that <laughs> was not owned by yeah. Donald Trump, but <clears throat> Anyway, oh, gosh, I forgot the prop of the flop of the week. Hold on a Isn't second. And then, like, question of the week, Pause yeah, the jump music. into all that. Yeah, whatever. We'll just pick one and send the guy a T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> prop of the week. Arnie got his E63 back. The angry Ursula 2725 world record car got run over by a truck, and it was sent out. It was uh, bought back from the auction who stripped it of all the good parts. And then it was sent out to foreign builds to uh, mesh with another car and make it a complete one again. So he he got it back. It is running, driving, and complete and in Arnie's hands. So I don't know what the plans are next with that, but it is alive again. So we're very, very happy about that. The flop of the week. Hyundai and Kia are telling owners of almost half a million cars and SUVs in the US to park outside and away from buildings. Due to a possible (laughs) defect that can cause the vehicles to spontaneously catch fire, even when they're not running. The problem is that due to foreign contaminants, the anti-lock brake computer control module can short-circuit and possibly start a fire in the engine compartment. All right. Well, that's why I don't buy Korean cars. But uh, anyway, okay, back to our outro here. Thank you, Dan, for being on. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for watching and being here with us. Uh, We appreciate you as our viewers and listeners and participants every week. Thank you to our sponsors, GT Vault, BoxCast, Switch Cars, Celebrity Machines, and Stephen Holm Woodworking. And thank you to our producer and call screener, Ethan Huffnagel. Our bumper music was provided by Emily and Ivory. You can stream their full album on Spotify or SoundCloud. This episode will be available Friday in audio format wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday with a new guest at 8 p.m., and we'll look forward to answering your questions to help you on the drive of your life.